Never begin a story with dialogue. Why? It sets unrealistic expectations for the rest of the tale. It says to the reader, Hey, reader, so listen. This is going to be a character-driven effort, and the character who's talking now is going to be paramount to the plot in some way. Rainer leaned back in his chair, tilting back onto two legs, the metal so cheap it moaned under his negligible, scrawny, 20-something Indian kid weight. And that's not always the case. Not in a good story. Why? Wouldn't you want to open with something important, and someone important saying it? Not necessarily. Rayner spread his arms wide, exhibiting the expensive but run-down warehouse in which we sat, every square inch of shelf and floor space covered with boxes of books. He slapped the nearest example, a graphic novel displayed on the wall behind him, with the back of his hand. The victimized publication was held in place by a transparent piece of acrylic shelving, which almost rattled free upon impact. These things have made it pretty clear that you need to be able to roll with the punches, to change mid-stroke, to kill people off when necessary, and to adjust expectations of who's the hero and who's the villain. In short, Rayner slammed his chair back down onto all four legs. You've got to leave the reader wondering. Leave them unable to decide where the story's going. Will the person I'm rooting for end up letting me down? Will the villain turn out to be the good guy? Will the piece segue into something more large-scale and concept-driven? Or will it hone in on the minuscule? Some kind of relationship that was unimportant at first, but turns out to be the most vital thing in the world. Rayner folded his arms and kicked up his feet onto the display case behind which he spent most of his days. It's the nature of a good tale. I'll keep that in mind, I said, standing up from my own chair, positioned against the wall, just across the narrow entrance from Rayner's spot next to the cash register. The chair was Rayner's idea, too, so the people he cornered with conversation would have some place to relax while he lectured. What do you have for me today? Rayner jumped from his chair, startled from his rant by my reminder that I'd stopped by to collect my subscription. Oh, yes. He scuttled from behind the counter and tore into a box kept separate from all the other boxes. Yes, yes, this one will blow your mind. I just finished it. And I'm still picking up brain pieces from the experience. Brain pieces everywhere. He handed me a thick-bound graphic novel, the cover of black matte cardboard. With a tiny yellow triangle about the size of a thumbnail in the center, as the only graphic element... The triangle was accentuated with gold foil. What is it? I turned it over, looking for a title or some kind of information about the book. But there was nothing else on it, save for the barcode on the back. I flipped the book again and started to page through it. Wait, wait, wait! Rayner reached out and held it closed. The book pancaked between his hands. Not this one. You don't want to jump ahead. It's special, man. Really special. It's called Pyramid, and it's one of those books you just have to... He seemed to be at a loss for words, sucking at his teeth momentarily before finishing his sentence. Absorb, you know? He seemed unsatisfied with his description. Like, really soak up. Take it in. Rayner's face almost seemed panicked, the way it looked any time he was having trouble making himself understood. It's just good, man. 
It's good. His mouth twisted unattractively, and he turned away, retreating back behind the counter. What's it about? Oh, stuff and things. Just read it. You'll like it. Guaranteed. I left the warehouse before Rainer could tell me all about his special friend guarantee, which apparently was attached to all of my purchases, part of the Rainer's Recommendation subscription program I'd somehow gotten talked into. As far as I knew, I was the only subscriber. Which was fine. It was how our relationship worked, mine and Rainer's. He spoke, and I listened. He got enthused, and I rode the wave of his enthusiasm. He sold me on whatever he was obsessing over at the moment, and I bought what he was selling. Or, at the very least, stood silently, nodding my approval. It was actually nice to listen to Rainer.